Oh, man. Okay, well, let's get through Star Wars so we can talk about heresy stuff. Cause <laughs> let's get through Star Wars? <laughs> really? I'm going to talk like that when you talk about privateer press from now on. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm your host, Tom, and with me, as always, are... Dan. Ward. Mike. And Steve. Well, today we've got a very special episode for you. We were originally going to be doing two, so we could kind of fill in a gap week for the holidays, but instead we decided to say fuck it and put them all in one. Yeah. And the real reason we're doing this is because... The Expanse episode two is on tonight, and nobody really cares about this podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, on that note, let's jump right into it. Ah, honesty. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Dan, what was your weekend hobby like? Uh, most of it is incredibly exciting cleaning of Space Marine parts by the dozen. Okay. Oh, Ward oh, is like wow. a raging Ooh. erection right now. <laughs> Sharps is getting pointy, let's just put it that way. Ward, get off his leg, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, not too much other than that to report at this point. Uh, the Contemptor is like built and converted and reposed and nice. up-detailed and stuff with some forgeral bits. So you used a lot of the brass that you had to keep uh, it around? I haven't glued on the brass edge yet, but like I scooped out his head and gave him like um, a Contemptor head that like rotates and stuff. <laughs> Wait a second, you like melon ball? Isn't that like one piece? Oh yeah. yeah. Holy shit, dude. That's it, actually really hardcore. I'm, I'm amazed I didn't lose any fingers in the process. Wow. But, um, yeah, so his head's so separate, long. and I had to build, like, mounting bracket for, like, the new head to attach to and everything. And It looks actually pretty awesome. Reposed, reposed a leg. He has, like, chain blade fingers and stuff for a chain fist now and stuff. So he's going to be a, a world eater? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. He's going to be messy. He's going to have lots of uh, lots of blood. Is he going to have salad fingers? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds neat. Rusty spoons. <laughs> yeah, Steve knows. <laughs> Ward. Interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, I as well did some Space Marine hobby stuff. Uh, so I was working on some shoulder pads that I got the other day. Okay, can you finish up one goddamn Marine you have listen, a head painted? Listen, did you finish a shoulder pad listen, now? Listen, listen, January. Maybe January. Uh, it wouldn't count if it was done before January. That's right. I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to reward you and Ken Bish at the same time. That's not. It's not going to happen. Joy. That's just so you just going to like Donkey Kong this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel that my favorite part of a podcast because that my gestures never get seen by anyone. Except that's not true entirely now. Well, we I'm, do have a camera. We're gonna we'll see if that works. Uh, we'll see how this works eventually. Yeah. There's some things that just don't. So what else did you do? What else did you do? You cleaned some models, got some stuff together. Yeah, I uh, did a little bit of basing because I was talking to Mike about what should I do for basing? Should I order some bases? Will they show up in time? And what did I say? He said just make some bases. And we'll talk about how later on. Yeah, I'll, I'll say what I'm doing eventually in the proper period of discussion. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I got. So, Mike. Uh, I, uh, actually, I painted up some more of my PHR for Drop Zone. I got all the infantry that I had done at the time, and then I bought some more. So you tired of digital camo yet? No, it's not, it's on that infantry. So oh, I, infantry. Made, uh, I made them all white kind of storm. My, Cooper my question is, because like, you've done digital you, camo on that. I, I was hoping. You would have had like oh, oh bite me! They're not even. They're like four millimeters high for God's sake. Mike, if anyone can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would have popped a blood vessel in your yeah, head. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but that's out. why I didn't. But if you look at all of them, they all have a red star on their shoulder pad. Communist. Freehand. 
Not bad, man. Not bad. That's that's a pretty intense scale to do that at. So, <laughs> and I they're not even Sheltari size. They're they're smaller. Yes, they are. So, yep. yeah. And what else? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I cleaned up some models as well, uh, and I actually rebased two storm fiends because I missed my Skaven and I wanted to play and paint some. Nice. Mm, that's what? actually really cool. Yeah. Storm hold Fiends on, are hold on. Model. What? Are you going to be playing a game of Age of Sigmar? I didn't say that yet. I didn't say that yet. Oh. I missed my Skaven. I'm painting up my Storm Fiends. And just because they're on route bases now doesn't mean oh. you're But there is a, there there is a logic to us. There always, there's already a logic to this. Nobody plays eights with <laughs> the end time shit. Nobody plays end time shit. So these guys are useless for anything Eighth edition wise, right? That's true. The right. storm totally, totally, to, totally useless. So, I thought, you know what? I like round bases better. Let's put them on there. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, round no bases do have yeah. a, round bases do have a hotness to them. I'm they do look. They got nothing on hexagons. Oh. Hex bases. <sighs> moving on. Don't moving on. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll punch you. <laughs> uh, Steve-o. I managed to pick up more Elvar. Shocking. Um, Why did you need more? Because I, well, this comes back to the whole thing like, where I got one of my Wraith Guards stolen last year. I still don't have my 15. Mm, I'm always still had, on that, eh? Yeah, 14. So, uh, anyways, the new the new rules for Dumai Mira may have gotten leaked, <laughs> and I may or may not have read them. So, the Wraith series that is going to go Because may or may not have been legal, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Wraith series rules are pretty cool. He's an independent character now, so he can join you in Wraith Blades. So, I'm going to have him run around in... Joined to a unit of Wraith Blades and a Wraith Host. And there's so many Wraiths in there, it's ridiculous. But I have my final LVO list. I'm pretty happy with it. And it's going to stay this way because this is what I want to paint for presentation. So even if it's not the most competitive thing out there, this is it. Well, it might just be that I'm a little bit Wraithist. But uh, I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long were you no. waiting for that? It one? just came to me. No, but no. I'm kind of hoping there's a little part of me that's like the leaked bit that you saw was not the final version. So you get the army finished, the book comes out, and it's like doesn't actually work. Well, that way. I've ordered the book, so I will find out very quickly. How long? How long till you find out? It's before Christmas. Oh, okay. So yeah, it'll be, be fine. Long. It'll be fine. And so. not only that, I bought the stuff that I picked up was another two boxes of scatter bikes. So that's not. A bad thing, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Fair enough. Uh, and really, I guess for me, it's just been a lot of building and cleaning Space Marines, which I kind of feel at one point I said I would never do again. Yeah, you did. You're just, you're just a liar, that's all. It's cool. Although I feel like I can still use the caveat of I'm not building and painting 40k oh, Space Marines. I don't know. No, no, because you're, you're painting Iron Warriors, so they're around in 40k. That, par- that power armor will last. In fact, they're using the same. No, no, no. Until I actually see real Legion rules for Iron Warriors in 40k officially, so leak shit doesn't count. Iron Warriors don't exist in 40k. All right, that's fine. Except, except they do. (laughs) They're just Chaos Marines. (laughs) But they're not just Chaos Marines. It's not how it works. But, but they are. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. They're not. He wants his uh, siege specialists back. Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's fair. I don't yeah. blame you on that. Because fortifications are actually in the game now, so that rule might come into play once in a I, while. Yeah. I miss I miss the addition where you could basically take traits and take disadvantages, right? So you could really kind of customize Well, not that Chaos could do that. No, that was only Well, no, rates. but I mean, like, you could do that with Spaceman rules and play, like, as a Iron Warrior and such, right? No, there was a time where you actually had Iron Warriors rules, well, and you could play as Iron Warriors. Yeah, but... But, but, yeah. but Tom's not bitter, people. He's really not. Okay. No. Well, not anymore, because I can play 30k, and the rules are amazing. 
So, yeah. That's because they're 40K rules. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. They are with the army. Co- Anyways. Mm. Mm. Tom. I'm talking about the special rules that make them Iron Warriors. This shit don't exist in 40K. That's fair. Yep. I'll give you that. The things that make me like it do not exist in 40K. That's fair. Random charges, don't give a fuck, because it's just the rules for the game. This is what makes them cool. Okay. Tom's Everybody excited. can see Tom's excited for the book. No, there's a, there's a camera right now, right here, so people listening at home won't actually see the gestures, but, you know, us, when we rewatch the video to see what quality it's like, we'll totally know what's going on. Exactly. Uh, okay, so... Compelling and rich. Because I feel like this is what most of you want to say right now. Shut up and take my money. Go someone. I'll start. Uh, so for me, it was the Betrayal at Kalth. Uh, so I broke down, bought it, because everybody here wanted me to, and Ken Bish also really wanted me to. <laughs> no pressure. Yes. No pressure yeah, to does. paint up uh, a lot of Space Marines in three months. And It's not that many. Well, you know how fast I paint. It's, it's an eternity for war. Yeah, like, <laughs> it really is. Time will slow down, and I will feel like I'm being sucked into a black hole and die. Probably. Most likely. Good, perfect. This sounds awesome. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed this lobby so but, much. No, but I am I am actually pretty excited for like the box set. Like I've I've seen like a lot of people posting uh, on Facebook and some of the wargaming groups. Like Jarrett Lee was posting a lot. Kevin uh, Barrett was paint, uh, painting uh, his as well. And so I'm feeling pretty excited actually for it. And so. don't worry if you don't finish it. I got a great can of Krylon Yellow. We can just finish it and you, get it out of the way. But you know, and you'll be fine. Mine will be the cleanest models out of everybody's. Yeah, so. ours will be done though. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay, who's the worst for mold lines, Ward? Mo- oh. Me. Yeah, easily. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. That, one, that, one, that one's pretty easy, actually. So, yeah. Oh, is this something we're going to have to rank at some point? Like, who's the shittiest for cleaning models? Probably. Well, easily. It's done. Steve is worst. I'm best. Done. You guys are in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I know about the worst. Like, Steve. That's me. Anyway, Betrayal of Kalth, and yeah, go. Mike. My turn. Oh, geez, what am I gonna do? Uh, oh, and wait, and wave two. Our and waved. Oh yeah, I yeah. Did. I, I spent already spent money on that. Yeah. And I also bought about 150 bucks more of drop zone. Oh, Rounded up my PHR. Yeah, I took my money, but I also want to buy a lot of plastic card and stuff and start making some terrain for something. Hmm. Very mysterious. Uh, no, I got my. I got the roadkill. Ah. Uh, Kickstarter and so it's all Mad Max stuff. <gasps> yeah, I got all the do miniatures you, and the semi and the trucks in the va- What do you mean now? Justin Joe. Dan's got his hands above his head, so And mine are always under the table. Yeah. So it's just Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, my uh, shut up and take my money was Doom of My Mera. It's for the second time. That's fair. <laughs> That's how many hundred dollars worth of the same uh. book? You know, let's not even talk about it's it. It's enough. To, you could really count it twice. Any Anything Games Workshop you could really use for about three weeks. No, that one was good for three, four years. 2011. <laughs> four years. Yeah, and then it's the same book, same artwork, just updated rules. So sweet. But How I did get... <laughs> what? How many pounds? Uh, 70. <laughs> yeah. That's like 140 <laughs> Canadian. No, no, right no sorry. Now, isn't it? It, it's, it's 50 pounds. Uh, That's still a hundred Canadian. Yeah. Right now. yeah, it's not. It's not cheap by any means. No. Uh, but I did pick up the. Uh, uh, Why well, don't think of their name? The Terminators know. for Salamanders with the order. Oh, cool. The oh. Fire Drakes. Fire Drakes. Oh. Nice. Not Pyro class. The Fire Drakes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I was gonna get the Pyro class as well, but money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. 
Oh, man, I did not buy... No, that's not true. So, have I mentioned that I now own all the Gremlin crew boxes? Yes. 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 So I can't talk about that. <laughs> um, so the only thing I really spent money on this week was my new tattoo. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't count. That's not a hobby. God damn. There's goblins on it? Yeah. Okay, moving on. Oh, hey, I forgot Goblins some. raping elf. So. <laughs> raping uh, elf. Raping. Not raping. <laughs> not <laughs> raping. That's not an image anybody wants for. God damn it. No exception. <laughs> All right. Moving but, on. Well, hold that, on, hold on. I do have one more. Okay. I, I don't oh, know how okay. I can forget about it. I picked up a new Iwata airbrush. Oh, yeah. And that sucked a We lot. were just talking about that before the podcast. Got like 260 bucks worth of... Bye-bye. How much? 260? 269, I think. I feel was. like you should make your own airbrush line to compete against Iwata. Would Iwata be the cheap knockoff version of Sawada oh. or the other way around? Mm. I don't know. What, what market are you going to cut in on there? Are you going to undercut them? <sighs> or are you going to make. Well, you do have the machining background. You yeah. can probably pound out some pretty high quality needles. Stuff. Except I actually know how hard it would be to machine that needle, so no. Cheap <laughs> <laughs> so Chinese knockoffs it is. You're such an asshole, Tom. Well, you know and it'd be like the Sawada Geo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, because the Geo is definitely renowned as being some high quality craftsmanship. <laughs> the Geo, that's true. The Geo Storm. Yeah. Mm. Three <laughs> cylinders of fury. I feel I feel like we should Photoshop some of this stuff. <laughs> I like it. Mm, there you go. All right, we should and probably move to myself. Oh, that's right. But you have Wait, you're gonna say something stupid, stupid about Battletech. Like card or Battletech. No, the Battletech that we're buying together is not coming in yet. Okay, well, that <laughs> doesn't count. Dan, what what are you going to do? Don't don't make me sad. More X-Wing shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. They just announced the um, the follow-up Imperial Aces set is going to have a Defender and a Bomber with a whole bunch of new pilots and upgrades. That's cool. Including Merrick Steele finally in a TIE Defender, because he ever, never actually flew the TIE Advanced. They just threw him in there. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Those are going to be coming out pretty soon. And um, as well, they're finally going to be coming out with the, um, the TIE First Order... The T seventy X wing and the Rebel Ghost Individual. thing. Some of, yeah. some of those uh, Tie Fighter pilots for the Tide First Order look pretty sweet. Yeah, there's all kinds of cool new shit for yeah. those new kits. So nice. should be should be really neat to find. Are they doing alternate those. paint scheme for the Defender? Because that's always been one of uh, the Defender in that set is going to be red, like the Royal Guard, mm, and uh, the Bomber is going to be the gray rather than the blue gray, and it'll have white stripes for the uh, squad markings. Oh, interesting for the Gamma Squadron veterans. Cool. Yeah, so that should be pretty cool. I'm not sure exactly on the release date for the uh, Imperial Aces, but those other X-Wing ships should be hitting the stores allegedly by the release date for the movie, so sometime this week. Wow. Nice. Okay, so on the topic of Star Wars, apparently some new stuff coming out for Armada. Ta-da! Not, anybody can, not that anybody can, can see this. see you pushing towards the models? No, they can't. No, they can't. So, but anyway. you, did, you did bring them so that us that are uh, <clears throat> ignorant have some idea of the scale. You can actually see uh, yeah. some of the models and such. Uh, so, yeah, wave two of our model got released. Not So hot for the Rebels. Yeah, the Rebels lucked out on this draw. Anyway. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. So they Didn't re- the Imperials have the first draw? Whatever. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. So, so they released uh, four of the capital ships, I guess you could say. Um, they released Home One, or the MC-80. They released the Scout Frigate uh, of the Mon Calamari as well, the MC-30. Um, those were the two big ships for the Rebels. Rebels. Uh, the Imperial Star Destroyer came out for the 
Imperials. The big sucker. <laughs> the I-S-D-D-D. And the Raider came out uh, as well for the Imperial, so they've got a little Corvette fighter that zooms around and can turn like a motherfucker. Which is the <laughs> same invented ship for X-Wing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I say invented because I don't think it was ever in the fluff. Yeah, the Fantasy Flight did create it along with like Lucasfilm. Yeah. So it's got the green it's light got stamp, the whatever you call it. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it it's is now thing. canon. But it's kind of cool to see that thing in scale with everything else. Uh, like, it, it's just kind of neat. When you can put when you can put the like one inch long version next to the like sixteen inch long version from X Wing, it's yeah. kind of neat. It gives you yeah. a better sense of scale difference. I guess really the cool. Games. They also released a blister pack of uh, basically bounty hunters and smugglers and such. So I brought uh, Slave One and the Millennium Falcon just to kind of show because they're the most iconic. But there is four bad guys and four good guys that you can take. Uh, you mm-hmm. can also take a generic version of them of everything, which some people have in this very costly. in multiples. <laughs> so I know Jason Stevens bought a few. Of these and now has like a squadron of fire sprays that run around the board and just hmm. shoot down other. Yeah, but doesn't things. he just buy multiples of everything? If it's a spaceship game, he's in it. Done. <laughs> Guaranteed. So, but the, the like the big thing is like the Imperial Star Destroyer. Just the size. I mean, you thought the like the Victory Star Destroyers were like big. Yeah, these are what like half again as large. At least. Yeah, I think it's twice the mass. So it's, it's yeah, not in terms of length, but, but the, the mass. The but at least the girth. Yeah, the girth. Yeah, which is important tell. to some people. It is very important. Mm-hmm. It is very okay. Pointy, stop. Though. You're sidetracking. I can feel where you're going with this. You, yeah, you need oh, to you stop. Can, yeah, you can definitely feel where we're going with this. <laughs> the Star Destroyers are definitely very pointy, so I can see why Ward likes them so much. Yes, I do like them. <laughs> uh, no, but it is it is ridiculous how big the the regular Star Destroyer like from the movies. It's stupid actually compared to. Uh, everything else that they've had so far. I mean, even compared to Home 1, like, length is about the same, but, again, girth is... <laughs> Although Home 1 is a little bit more uh, ribbed for your pleasure. It is very ribbed. Yeah. Very ribbed, so... Absolutely. Uh, a lot of, kindergarten. Uh, I'm in kindergarten. Uh, got a lot of little nodules sticking off of it, though. I think that guy might need to see a doctor. <laughs> depending. Depending. Um... <laughs> So yeah, anyway, they released uh, the four capital ships uh, and then the box set of the little guys. guys. So again, the little guys come unpainted like the rest of the fighters and everything else is painted. Um, Speaking of which, I actually quite like the way they did uh, Home 1. I think the the oil wash type... I don't. I guess it would be an oil wash. They would do something like that. Probably to do the shading. Yeah, I, it looks like I mean, it's an oil wash because it's black lining almost. Yeah, but then they also have like the pseudo digital camo pattern on it. I, I don't know what you want to call that. It's not really little, digital little camo. panels are picked out in red and here yeah. and there sort of thing. So the, the I'm masking. Mine. I'm not going to put up with it. <laughs> that's fair. It's definitely not as good as what you you could do yourself. But for a mass produced, yeah, it is model, a good job actually. It's actually really well done. I'm quite quite impressed with it. I think the only thing only complaint that I would have is like the engines like on the Imperial Star Destroyer or just the really light baby blue here you go. oh yeah there's no actual shading or, no nothing in there but I mean you put, you put like a blue wash and there's they'll pick up some of the details if you yeah. either that or even just giving it a quick spray with an even lighter blue and then like a dab of with white with an airbrush or something yeah. No, yeah, yeah airbrush would be fine yeah, to fix that it would be hard to fix the but, or you could crack it in half and put in LEDs right I did that I'm doing that still it's hard um, <laughs> yeah for the victory actually for this one I think it'll be really easy because I think this one's if I crack once I crack it open, it'll have enough room to actually fit the battery inside without it having okay. to figure out how to wire it down to the base and hide the battery underneath. That's true. You know, one of the things that I also kind of I'm always impressed with the Armada stuff is the flight stands. 
The, the yeah. flight stands widgets are very very smart for taking for for these guys. Anyways, that's a complete aside because that's not anything new. <laughs> but uh, always you're impressed. Impre- me. You're impressed. Yeah, because Fantasy Flight's always been the only company that I've ever seen that releases a good pre-painted miniature game. Yeah, I can't even yeah. argue with that. Nope. I don't think there's anything else. We out don't there, even want to talk about the his kid stuff, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Andrew, a little bit. There, there, there's a slight shudder there. So, yeah. but yeah, so I mean, they released uh, the wave two. Um, with that wave, uh, tournament size games have increased to four hundred points. Yep. Uh, so you're seeing slightly larger games for their um, system now. And so how many points is uh, the big Star Destroyer? Uh, about but 100, 110 for the one class, for sure. So you get three in a li- tournament list. Well, I wouldn't even to. do that. You, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Gotcha. We'll talk about Lots that. Lots of yeah, so. Squadrons. It, you spend it pretty quickly. Gotcha. You can only do 25 or 25% of your points in like your fighter stands, and I would still recommend something close to that to have like a screen uh, for your ships. In the cool. case of Mike, it worked out really well for him, and I focused But he's on not bitter So moving on, all. you guys <laughs> did actually get to try out the new ships. Yeah, so we, we did the game specifically with using uh, the new ships uh, yep. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so I did use the Imperial uh, Star Destroyer as well as the Raider, mm-hmm. um, and Boba Fett did make an appearance in my cool. side as well. Cool. All right, and on my side, I took the... Uh, MC-80 and two MC-30s, and then, uh, you know what, just a splatter of A-wings and a splatter of Y-wings, and... Um, and a splatter of Admiral Akbar. Oh, yeah. Which, he's so not... So, Admiral Akbar, does that make the MC-80 into home one? Is uh, that his uh, no, 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 no. Does, oh, he's just an upgrade. You buy the titles gotcha. and the captain separate? Gotcha, yeah. okay. Yeah, there's, sh- there's ship titles for, like, unique ships as well, which is kind of cool. Gotcha. Uh, so, home one would be one of the unique ships. I think home one might be its own model, too, to be honest. I think there's the command and there's the I other... I think it's an upgrade just for that one. And the assault it? carrier. Is it? No, I don't know. Anyways. Anyways, the moral of the story is that Mike made it so I must now buy a second MC-30. They're really good. Eh? They're oh. really good, man. Holy With, crap. So what was the, what was the turning Akbar? point? Was it just the MC-30s that were just vicious? I just, I I focused, I think, too much on his, his fighters. fighters. Oh, yeah. They distracted the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. My fighters went after his fighters and his ships kind of just broadsided me. And that's his advantage is... Uh, his broadsides are very strong, and my front arcs are very strong. And I did not get a front arc really at all. I did. I was slow to start off, and by the time I was trying to turn, I had nothing in the front arc, only th- stuff in the side arc. And, and I'm guessing the IST is as ponderous as the previous. No, actually, it's version. fast though. It can, it, can, well. it can be. It fast. can be fast. It's faster than the Victory, isn't it? It, but turns, it, it turns as fast as any other ship. I mean, it just depends on like the yeah. clicks and what speed you're at currently. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, the Raider can actually turn super fast. It surprised Mike actually how quick it was. Oh yeah. Um, but what did the Raider do? Uh, he just flew around. <laughs> <laughs> Out for a joy. But it was, was very quick. He was very. He turned. I didn't even see him. It was so fast. Some asteroids. Didn't even notice he was gone. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Boba Fett is actually really good against uh, other fighters because yes. he has the um, rogue, the rogue ability, which lets him move and shoot in uh, in a turn. Because normally a fighter can yep. only move yep. or. Shoot. I remember that from the one game we played. Yep. So. So he it's it's cool with that ability with him for sure, and he inflicts an automatic damage point at the start of his activation right. on a ship too. So hmm. just uh, for free, that's yeah. no matter what, no dice. Hey, that's cool. my name is Boba Fett. Fuck you. That's that's what he says. That's his rule. But yeah, no the the broadsides with Akbar. I'll let Mike talk about it. They okay. are devastating. They are. It gives two red dice to your broadsides if you only use your broadsides to every ship in your fleet. 
So, oh. every I completely. beat that crap out of Ward. <laughs> so, it, like, it doesn't, there's no range requirements? It's nope. just literally... No, nope. as long as he is alive and on the board, every single rebel ship gets, well, ship, not squadron, gets two red dice to each of their broadsides. And the red dice are... So as long as you range. only use your broadsides to Okay, so if you fire anything in the forward arc, you're, you, you're that ship does not get the bonus at all. But yeah, but I mean, he didn't have to worry about that because he only had me in the broadside. Well, my uh, my <laughs> was it the MC thirty almost one shot at your Gladius, right? The Gladius, yeah, it was uh, one pretty shot. badly damaged. The Boom! First round. I think he had two hits left, didn't you? Yeah, and then he floated yeah. into your fighters and you'd kill him. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow. Interesting. So, if you had to make any changes to the to the list, if you guys are going to play, what's that, do you play four hundred points? We played four hundred points. Yeah. Would you would did you feel that those lists were solid competitive lists or actually? I, I thought mine was pretty pretty <laughs> solid. Don't, I, I thought Mike's was pretty solid. <laughs> 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 what, would, what would you change about the uh, Imperials? Uh, I'd probably actually drop the Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, I'd probably take uh, a second victory. Or actually, I didn't even have any victories. I'd probably bump down to uh, a victory or two victories. Um, the Raiders are pretty cool. I'd like to actually try to use um, some more of them in like kind of like a wolf pack. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Um, going hunting and hopefully kill some MC30s. And, wow, and wow. Not, he's and not, not die. About them. Well, I can I can see MC30s actually being a really popular ship um, for the rebels now. I, I think that this wave really. I, like Mike said, the Imperials had the edge uh, in the first wave when when the box sets got released, and now the Rebels are catching up, and I think you're going to start seeing some really so what close do you, battles. Do you feel because this this has got to be the most iconic ship in the game so far as the Star Destroyer, yeah. that big one. That, I mean, that's don't get me wrong. It's I think I think Ward is just a little oversensitive because I killed it. Uh, but I think he started. His problem was he didn't start fast enough. He, you, you're gonna have to close the distance with this I to make it count. Yeah, I floated in the middle of the board, and Mike just kind of surrounded me. So, so gotcha. he didn't charge forward. He's like he he moved timidly in the beginning. And I think with this model, you because you have too many points in the model. You've got it's too like, much. You got to get it in there. You got to do. It's something. like playing a Death Star. If it if you get kited the whole game, you're not. And Imperial Star Destroyers aren't known for their subtlety. Yeah. I mean, it has three black dice, two blue dice, and three red dice in the front arc. So should I get all those dice against one of his ships? Yeah, it'll hurt like hell, but yeah. you have to close first. And he started off at one or two. A one. He was, he started he was floating. At one. Uh, he was yeah. floating through it. So. Yeah. Will I try it again? Absolutely. Um, He's going to start at speed three, I bet you. Probably a little bit quicker. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to admit that that model actually makes me want to pick one up. Because that is just, even to sit on a shelf somewhere, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really nice. I like it. I, I don't, like it. don't like, I, he, Ward's saying he's not sure about it. I'm saying don't give it up yet. You try, try charging Yeah, that's, that's usually the way, with a ship like that or any sort of uh, big points investment in any war game, if it doesn't do a lot of damage, you're going to lose. Because you've yeah. just got half your army in it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it's well, going to be a bit of a learning curve. Yeah, yeah so. like anything. Probably harder to use, frankly, than having more small ships that I mean, can do stuff. 11 hull points is pretty sweet, actually, on the ship, too. So Unless you have... Plus, the character that I usually take increases his hull points by an additional three. So he had yeah. 14 hull points. So yeah. He did take him down, but it took a while, for sure. And all but not ships. as long as you thought it was Did bad. you take <laughs> it down by flying an A-wing directly into the bridge? No. No. I, I killed those early on. <laughs> Oh. I was scared of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you he did. did he, I lost all my squadrons, but I didn't lose a single. I lost. I lost one Tie Fighter. 
well, and capital ships. Lost, and all the <laughs> they had nowhere to go home to because no. they don't have hyperdrive. So exactly. you killed them too. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited about this wave. I think the quality of the, the models is really good. Um, yeah. Overall, I think if we were to give like some pucks to the, the wave, uh, I would give it four out of five. Okay. Mike? I'm going to give it four out of five, except I want to like the Rebels so much I'm going to go 4.5. There we go. Why, why only four, just out of curiosity, Ward? Just because... I'm not sure about the Raider. I don't know what you are. Yeah, I mean, the ra- the Raider... Uh, well, now seeing Mike play the MC-30, I do need a second one of those. The The Raider <laughs> itself, I'm I'm not sure, because, I mean, at, at the cost of the Raider, and if you're going to go with that wolf pack, like... Yeah, uh, squadron of them. More. You need a bit more. So, uh, same sort of thing. Like if you want to use like fire sprays and squadrons, you're gonna have to pick up additional clamshells at you twenty five bucks a pop. Ooh. So you get I mean, so you get the millennium and the you get yeah. you get eight ships total. So you get Dengar, you get a boss, but you, you get, get one of each. One, one of each. Of each. Ship. Gotcha. Okay. So if you want to run squadrons of generic versions of them. You need to pick up multiple blister packs. Okay, well, I'm going to rate this because I have so much knowledge of Armada. I'm going to rate it a five. Uh, <laughs> strictly because, A, I'm super positive today. I don't know why. And I really like the Star Destroyer. I think that is something that they should have done right off the bat. Uh, the Victory class is cool, but come on, it's a Star Destroyer. That's why you play this game. I can see it because if they came out with the big Imperial Star Destroyer first, everything would have been less impressive. Yeah, for sure. By comparison. But at the same time, it's the Star Destroyer. It's the like, <laughs> second ship you see in Star Wars. Yeah. And it's the scary big bad guy that's chasing down the tiny little rebel right off the bat. It's beyond iconic. I give, I give it a five because they finally got that out of the, the pipeline. Cool. Thomas? Oh, man. You're Just, thinking very hard about this, and you don't play the game, so it's got to be a snap decision because you have no skin in this. Ah, fuck it, five, because I'm, I'm all Star Wars right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because by the time this airs, we'll, we'll have been seen We'll have watched Star Wars. Mm. And I'll probably be making lightsaber noises in my bedroom, dancing around like an idiot, when I, same way I did that when I was eight. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. Wow. 27? Now that you think 14. About it? 14. 14. <laughs> That's when the re really? Episode one. Episode, oh, episode one. It was 99. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I, it was. you don't even want to know where I was. That's D- Dan is oh. sorry. Um, yeah, I'm taking another quick look at the ships. I think i got to give them a four, because the, the only thing that I have against this current wave is the bigger ships are actually starting to get to that price point, where with Fantasy Flight, a lot of times you want to buy two of everything, and buy two Imperial Star Destroyers would be pretty expensive. They're not cheap. How much are they? $60? 60 bucks, I think. It's not mm. bad. It's, I mean, for centerpiece, I'd pick up one. I, I went with one of everything. If I was to pick up multiples, again, I'd pick up only a second MC-30. I see, that's me, too. I'm, I'm not yeah. pick, I only picked up one of the big ships, but the smaller ships, I picked up multiples. And then the Raiders, I have to make a judgment call at some point or work some overtime <laughs> and go from there. So Four sounds about reasonable. I think, I think that's fair. People that know the game all gave it the four, and the people that don't gave it a five. So, hey, why not? <laughs> cool. So we can wrap that up and move on to what was going to be the bonus episode. So I guess we're totally just ripping everyone off. Yeah, but uh, hey, it's Christmas, so... Why are we ripping everybody off? We're supposed to... Actually, we're supposed to give people presents during Christmas, but we're not, so... I guess... Grinching it up. Grinch. We're grinching it up hard. You're well, welcome, Christmas, which I've heard is an amazing movie. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard good things. I'd go watch it. Maybe go see Krampus. No, no, no. Go see Star Wars and then download Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> or if... 
Star Wars is sold out, go see Krampus. Well, like, because apparently it sold out for three weeks in this city. Yeah, I heard people that were really excited that they found tickets for Boxing Day. Oh. Whereas a friend of mine at work today, she was like, her kid wants to go see it, and it's like, oh, we're probably not going to be able to. They totally found a bunch of tickets for the Tuesday night. What? Really? Mm. Yeah, the, like a couple days after release. Like she said, no problem. There are plenty of seats. Oh, huh, so, interesting. Yeah, really weird. But there's maybe there was just one showing that everyone forgot about, I or they're just going to city center because no one fucking goes there. That's probably. it. Uh, no, I think it's the new theater by Clairview or something. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, either way, so let's just start off with the preamble here. So we've kind of alluded to the fact that we're doing uh, a battle of Cal or a betrayal of Cal challenge as a podcast. Yeah, painting challenge, painting yep. and assembling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, every single one of us is doing a box up for us specifically. Yes. And have we talked about the actual consequences on the podcast yet? Nope. I don't think no, we have. No. Just hit okay. the penalties was part of this discussion. So. All right. So we are going to, basically, we're giving ourselves between January at the beginning and the end of March to paint an entire box. Should we talk about the penalties after we talk about what we're painting and the positive parts? Yes. And then we'll... I assume that's what he was kind of doing building kay. up to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's see where this is going, Tom. <laughs> is there really... I almost want to do it now just to say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds entirely unlike us. Uh, but no, so we're basically... We've got three months to paint up this box, and I think one of the reasons for me that I really wanted to do this was that there isn't really a game that we all can remotely get excited about, except 30K is one that we can all mostly kind of at least a little bit get excited about and be if, on the same page. And Fallout doesn't have multiplayer, so fuck that. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. That's true. That might have been the only saving, but Battlefront does. Yeah, I don't have that one yet. So. Yeah, me neither. I'm so let's stick to the Heresy. I'm still playing Fallout. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, let's just start off. What we'd like to do is start talking about the legions that we chose and some of the paint schemes that we're going to try and do, do for them. Do you want to go into the penalties? We've I thought we were saving the penalties. Already. We're saving the penalties. Save it until the end. Shut okay. up. Tom, yeah. what legion are you, uh, you going to work on? Well... <laughs> Any any guesses? Yeah, folk on that all. Yeah, I'm doing Iron Warriors because it's honestly the only 40k army that's ever really grabbed me for a prolonged period of time, and they finally have rules. And I did say on this podcast, if there was ever rules for Iron Warriors, I would play them. That's true. That's true. You did. So I kind of just have to do it. You you did. We at the same time we were talking about how there are rules in 30k, but it was too expensive. Now you now have that no there's excuse. like a reasonably priced yes. plastic box, I had no excuse. So you've got a unit of ten uh, marines sitting in front of you that's mostly built. You also picked up some forge world parts. Yeah, uh, what'd you grab for your marines? Well, and we talked about this last time too, I believe. I just got the shoulder pads and some heads. Cool. So there's enough shoulder pads for me to do the three different squads of ten. And then I've got uh, one pack of heads to kind of give for my unit champions or special weapons or whatever as we go. Nice. Uh, but one of the things, I also picked up the books and kind of reading through, uh, the way the Iron Warriors work is that they, in their base form, it's a lot of basic Bolter Marines. And if you're not taking the veterans... this is going to go like full-on Dragon Ball. This is, he's reached his final form. <laughs> Don't worry, you, you don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> moving on. You, you didn't watch Dragon Ball. That's good. That's okay, good. Tom. It's good for you, Tom. <laughs> I'm sure you had a great childhood. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have an elf tattoo. What do you think? <laughs> he had a childhood full of reruns. When you watched Dragon Ball, they, no. Yeah. Uh, I got really bored after. Uh, for about four episodes. Only four, man! You didn't even. No, that was no, that was that was a single one. Did you ever see them get over nine thousand though? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so I was looking at how to assemble the box, and 
with with thirty k, if you're not taking the veteran tactical marines, they do not have options for heavier special weapons. No. So the way that I'm going to do it is pick up multiple boxes and have a bunch of bolter marines as my core, and then take all the heavy weapons and do a couple Iron Warriors Havoc squads, f- where yep. I'll just be taking all the heavy, so I'll have a squad with uh, with heavy bolters and a squad with missile launchers. And again, those squads cannot mix and match. Yep. The Havocs must pick a single weapon. Including weapons. the Sergeant, they all have the same heavy. Yeah, so, which is cool, because I think you can take, what, ten, like, autocannons, or, like, yep, five, crap to ten. Oh. five to ten. But the really neat so thing is that the Iron Warriors Havoc squad, their heavy bolters are special. They have... The shrapnel bolts, so okay. their AP goes to five. Okay, but they cause pinning. That's kind of cool. Which is really cool because this is a game where and they shall know no fear does not exist. Yeah, so leadership is actually an issue. Yeah, not because and again, this is one of the things we might have talked about in another podcast. That is not a one of the things that I like about Forge World is that wasn't a fluff decision. Like Space Marines are pretty steadfast and heroic, but from a gameplay standpoint. If everybody has Animational No Fear and you have a power armor guy fighting with a knife, those combats go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so they although, have a way to make those things happen. But at the same time, they really ha- the interesting thing about this is that um, they really capture the idea of space marines are fighting each other, but they were never designed to fight space marines. Yeah. So it's not like you're seeing a massive prevalence of all of these AP3 weapons out there. Yeah, I mean, there definitely are the crazy uh, Lords of War, but one of the things that's nice about the, the army choices here is you have only 25% of your force can go into a Lord of War, so you don't get uh, stuff that's totally out of whack. And so only if you're at least 2,000 points. 2,000 points as well, yeah, exactly. So and you're that's not why dropping a Warhound in when no. it's not appropriate to do you're so. You're getting one knight kind of thing, you know? Like, it's not maybe a cheaper Primarch if you're playing the 2,000-point games. But... Yeah, you're right. Because of that, it's very hard to come across like large blast AP3. Like, there's not a lot of battle cannons, that kind of thing. Vindicators yeah. are kind of rare. They are because most vehicles you can take in squadrons of three. Vindicators you can't. Yeah. Uh, but so, anyways, one of the things I always loved about my Iron Warriors when I was playing them before was kind of that big horde of infantry, and I can do that now. Yeah. And that's actually it plays into how they work. So I'm really looking forward to that. As a result, I've kind of got to simplify my paint scheme a little bit. Because there was a time where I, used, I was doing like a 30-plus stage metallics for the Iron Warriors I was painting, and that went nowhere. <laughs> okay. It was abysmal. So the basic idea is going to be start with the Vallejo black metal. I'm telling you, the Vallejo, you got, you got to pick up their metal color. Oh, no, acrylics. I will, but the base coat's still going to be the black metal because okay. I want a bit of a darker look to it. Okay. Um, and then I'll be kind of doing a few zenithals with the new Vallejo metallics. Good, good, because these are these are the best metallics ever. Yeah, and so that'll be pretty quick. And then realistically, there'll be a wash or two in there, a quick dry brush, and just to kind of pick out some edge details, and then some weathering pigment, and that's the metallics are going to be done right there. Yeah, and we've talked about this before with metallics. We might make fun of dry brushing, but actually, sometimes you should use that as the technique. Uh, it, it's really, just, I never noticed no, that before. It, it is. It is the way to do <laughs> chainmail, that kind of thing. And on metallics, it just looks better. And especially if you're mixing it with a couple of washes and yeah. some weathering powder afterwards, yeah. it's because it causes a burnished effect. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. I think the caveat though with that is like you can't just dry brush a metal over top of a black base. Yeah, well, of course you yeah. have yeah. to have a metal underneath. And I've seen people just dry brush like a. But that's the same thing. You wouldn't dry brush brown over black because well, that just doesn't work either. Some, if it's like a flat armor surface, some people you just can't do that. 
<laughs> yeah, and that's why it's going to be very faint and just at the very end to kind of give a little bit more yep. pop to all the little details. Uh, other than that, um, I'm hoping to get some chevrons in this game. Of course, yellow. Because it's Iron Warriors, and it gives you a little bit of contrast. And um, the one thing that I'm going to try doing is, for the base thing, I want to have them on Mars. And what I've decided will be the easiest way to do this. Originally, I was going to start and try to crackle paint the base and build up some sand around that. Um, But now, I'm thinking I'm just going to, once I get the Marines on the bases, I'll cover about 60 to 70% of the base with a fine ballast and have a couple larger stones. um, Prime them, and then once the models are painted... I'm going to go back and use the actual Mars Games Workshop technical yes. base. Yes. Uh, and so I'll use a base coat of a darker brown and just paint that on in those little patches, give it a quick dry brush, and the fucking done. And I have to say, we uh, Adam Percy's bases we did for his Grey Knights were Mars, and we used that technical paint. Uh, actually really good. It's, it's a little weird to paint on as like the single base stage, so I like what you're doing, uh, but it's actually really good color. It's bang on what you want. Yeah, it's bang on, and honestly, it takes, because the crackle plaster takes, what, about 12 to 24 hours to really dry? Well, it it can take you. several days yeah. to dry completely, 100%. Depends how thick you... And that's a variable I don't want. Yeah, that's fair. It's so, a pain in the ass. It, yeah, so I am going to definitely be trying to tactical paint these guys, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, and by the end of it, I should have well over 100 Marines. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Believe it when I see it. He's done some crazy shit in the past with Iron Warriors. You have, but that was a long time in the past. It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far hey, away. moving on. <laughs> what are you doing? Which Legion are you picking? Uh, mine will be the 12th Legion, the World Eaters. I'm surprised oh. you didn't go. I'm surprised you didn't Okay, so we all have our jerseys. Okay, so in case Legion. everybody doesn't know, each of our jerseys has the number of our Legion on the back. Which, to be fair for me, was a total fluke. Yeah. Yes, and what you had the Raven Guard, didn't you? Yeah, so was, my, was, my jersey's number 19, good old Justin Schultz. I just, <laughs> and, um, yeah, but the, realistically, a lot of the issue is I have a ton of, like, a pretty hefty amount of Raven Guard already. Yeah. And there would have been that clash of having the 40K and the 30K models side by side. Yeah. And I always did like the, um, basically from the time Aaron Dembski-Bowden started writing Horse Heresy novels... Like, he's taken the legions that I thought were the least interesting and the least cool and made me buy both armies. Yeah, that's true. He, so he turned he turned the... I read first leaders. Heretic and the Word Bearers, which were always kind of boring and stupid, and they kind of ruined everything by starting the heresy. I didn't like them, because I'm primarily a loyalist, you know? Yeah. And then he made um, Argletal and all these other characters, like, yeah. super compelling and interesting. Really played up the tragedy that they were lied to and manipulated, and... Yeah, you know, punished for being really zealous the and Greek pro-emperor. Tra- tragedy type thing, yeah. Exactly. The Lorgar's fall and hubris and that kind of thing. Should you be yelling out spoilers as you talk about it? It's the first That book's book. been out for like six years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think we're okay. But, we uh, also have a pretty dedicated audience to the 40k cause, I think. There's a lot of us that pay attention to it. So I hope, if we didn't spoil it for anybody, Mike... I apologize, but yes, if, if, we, if nobody knew, <laughs> if nobody knew that Erebus is a dick, like they're missing out. You need to know that Erebus yes. is a piece of shit. I just he, wanted him to say sorry to be honest. And you buy the model so you can get him killed. <laughs> yes. Did you apologize for getting him to apologize? No, I just wanted I him to can... apologize. Is what I said. <laughs> no, but then you said I'm sorry immediately after saying that. If you don't like it, too bad. As the most Canadian story, apologize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're doing world uh, world eaters, and yeah. you're doing them in. You did a test model, I think, right? I did one about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, because um, it was, I think, before the Karn model actually came out. Yep. Yeah. And so I did up uh, Mark V Marine with um, 
the big red mohawk and the yep. the glowy purple like um, non metallic style power axe and everything and yeah in like purple power axe which is kind of neat just because it worked with the color scheme and it actually ended up being a lot of fun and I think doing doing some of the more basic techniques on the armor and then focusing on a lot of the weathering techniques. Yeah, because you kind of did like a pseudo-tactical painting. I mean, your power axe was ridiculous, but the, yeah. the white armor was primarily airbrush kind of base yeah, coat. It was mostly airbrush washes and uh, weathering techniques. So yeah. realistically what I'm doing for these models is I have a... Oh, shoot, what's the brand of it? Um, I have a literally a Canadian tire brand of gray primer. Actually, oh, yeah, the, the automotive uh, Duplicolor or something like that. Yeah, I think it's the Duplicolor yeah. uh, Gray, which actually is a pretty good, like, Codex Gray, mid-tone gray sort of a thing. Yeah. So it goes on re- reasonably well. And, yeah, it's um, their sandable primer because it's the yeah. one that you want to get that is not high build, so it doesn't, like, just clog every yeah, they're, detail. Yeah, their red and their gray sandable primers are actually not that bad. Yeah. They're, they're good colors. They yeah. have good, you know, good coverage, all that sort of a thing. But uh, so that'll be the primer color, and then I'm going to build up from the next um, airbrush will be, like, a... Pretty much everywhere spray of um, uh, Troll Blood Highlight, and then there will be a Zenithal spray with um, almost all white, and then a final dusting with white, and then do a little bit of washes to pick out details, and sponging on chips and picking out the odd white highlight, and then, yeah, basically finishing off the rest of the model and doing some blood spatters and some weathering pigments on the feet and stuff like that. What I find interesting about that is that it's a complete departure from your Raven Guard, where it was like every edge must be highlighted with yes. three colors. Yeah, the that army, that, weird. that yeah. army was, and that's kind of half the reason, too, yeah. is um, because doing the Raven Guard like that, I've been painting that army incrementally whenever new units come out. I'll, I'll paint the odd character, the odd unit for that army, and I've been doing that since sniper 2003. Marines. You're going to have to paint the new Sniper Marines. Yeah, you picked up because I cannot wait to see those. Sorry. Yeah, and they're going to be kind of a cool like black on black. I'm not going to do as much of the bright highlights on them and cool. everything. But, um, but yeah, so basically because the Raven Guard were such a very stark edge highlights with no real blending, no real weathering, it is a completely different style. It's something that is different for me. It's something that I find really interesting, like keeping the basics of the armor relatively simple so that you can play a little bit yeah. more, spend more time on the detailing, the fun stuff. do OSL for the eyes on all of them, Totally. do the blood spatter, do the the odd power weapon, they'll be done the non-metallic style, except for like the the power axe chain axes for the Terminators, they'll just be done gore spattered and ridiculous. Yeah, well, you can't do a chain axe all shiny and nice and reflective purple, like it's a chain axe, it's not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So mercifully, those will be a lot faster to paint, and it'll just be yeah, like the, the odd character, the odd um, sergeant, sort of a thing with a cha- with a power axe or a power sword. So it'll let those um, centerpiece kind of models because there's not very many of them. I can focus on them a little bit more, and yeah, mix the more cool. basic techniques with the more advanced techniques, and not have it balance out to be like a ridiculous amount of time. And basing. Got an idea for basing it? Uh, the basing, the majority of my bases will be done with secret weapon miniatures urban rubble bases. I've got a few dozen of them at home. It wouldn't be enough to do a full army, I don't think, but I should have enough to do the starter sets. Cool. I can't remember if I have any dreadnought bases, so I might have a temporary like placeholder base for the dreadnought or something, but yep. I've got a handful. I've probably got at least six or seven Terminator bases and 20 or 30 of the 25 mil. So you're doing the resin thing? Yeah, cool. so they'll have the resin bases, except at, for the... At 25 mil, then? Yes, because okay. at the time I bought all those bases, the 32 mil bases weren't a thing yet, yep. and I'm not going to repurchase them all. No, and that's fair. <laughs> I, and I, I don't think anybody's like, going to call you on that. I also do like the um, the footprint on the table, if you're doing a 20-man squad of Bolter Marines on 32 mil bases. That's, that's a huge. huge amount of like square footage, and it's also 
less efficient to store them in cases because the slots have to be that much bigger. But if you're going to be a power gamer, it's better for blast weapons. True, you can get a little bit more spaced out. Yeah, yeah, but I would like to put the preface in here. If you're playing Heresy, you're probably not a power gamer. Mm, questionable, debatable. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Ward. <laughs> Hopefully not. So I am doing... 30k Imperial Fists. <laughs> Yay! So Okay, now you Tom have you have a let's call it a test model, but I think it's a test helmet. Uh, you did two up. Yeah. Uh, and what were the differences in the schemes? Uh, well, for this one I'm actually gonna go and do some more research because I think oh, no. 30k is darker yellow. Yes. Sir. Oh my god, you're gonna throw out your test models and just so, start over again? Yes. We'll have to do see. it and make it easier. No. It's actually a good point, Tom. No, like, here's the thing, and I feel like mostly around the table it should be this answer. The way that Dan's doing his armor is not that different from how I'm doing mine. Yeah. You're basically a couple Zenithal highlights, a couple washes, bit of weathering, maybe a highlight here or there, and then the devil's in the details. I do I do plan on doing a little bit more weathering, so like kind of like dusty, um, based on what I'm going to do their bases, but I'm going to see... because I gray because that pigment will look horrible on yellow? Uh, what, for the bases? Uh, I'm concerned if you don't do rusty, like, Martian bases or just muddy brown bases. Yeah, that I'm yellow. definitely concerned that blue-gray or gray pigments on top of yellow will look green and weird as shit. The, the yellow will look green, you mean? No, the, the pigment, pigment will look green. Oh. The, uh, what was it, the Phil Harless's, was it Lamenters or Size of the Emperor? I can't remember which one he had. Lamenters. That he picked up. Uh, yeah, Lamenters then. Uh, the chipping that they had, were that, was that brownish, red? I don't know what color it would have been. It almost like a German tank primer, I think, is the color. Something along those lines. Uh, that color goes so well with, like, a deep yellow and looks so good on weathered yellow marines. I've been, I've been clamoring for you to do that because it wouldn't be that hard. You could do a pretty good base coat. Like, you probably get the sandable primer, actually, because it's almost the right color, that reddish-brown. Do that. Do the yellow with a little bit of chipping fluid around some of the edges. Bam. <laughs> mm, especially on the vehicles. That's a good point, actually, too. Rather than sponge chips for my world eaters, I'm going to try on the Dreadnought using the chipping fluid just because yeah. they're larger models. Yeah, I don't think you can use the chipping fluid on individual infantry. It's too no. thick. No, it's too, yeah. too thick. But armor plates on yeah. a Dreadnought should be perfect. Yep. And honestly, real. Ward, here's the thing. If you try to do complex layer painting mm-hmm. for 30-plus Marines in yep. three months, yep. it is never going to happen. Well, I get five days off in a row, so... Ward, you're, yeah, but you have follow. <laughs> you have follow. I do. Uh, I need to you get also my have wife, a wife. that game, so... Yeah, no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you can get almost as good... Like, stupid clothes. I, no, I have to play with around. With about a tenth of the effort. Yeah, diminishing returns. <laughs> but do you have, do you have, a, have you thought about a color scheme, or are you back to the drawing board entirely? No, I'm gonna take a look because uh, again, I don't have the book, so I'm gonna take some, I don't know, YouTube images, not YouTube images, but just Google images, or take a look in the books uh, that you guys bought, and uh, <laughs> and just well, there's see. basically no photos in the books that we bought. Well, I've got the expensive ones. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's why. <laughs> I, that's why I was texting Dan late last night, and uh, that's what I think so. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I got excited for nothing. It was about books, booty call, and uh, <laughs> some books. So, but I'm lo- I'm looking at like possibly a darker yellow, um, and going from there. And for the bases, uh, I was gonna do some tiles still, but we'll see. You could, as long as you have like ready brown 
earth instead of like blue gray. I think you should do ship boarding action bases. Mine's re- mine's really like question. Oh, well, that's because you want me to fucking buy the breacher marines and oh, yeah. all that. Yeah, Battle of breacher fall. marines. Yeah. Battle of fall and you can fight his iron warriors. Battle yeah. of fall would be so sweet. Uh, and the right. and the way that I'm doing my marines is very similar to yours. I'm just doing all bolter marines actually for bolter drill, bolter drill. Because then uh, I'll probably pick up like a couple packs of Forge World for the characters for the squadrons is. Eventually, and you do have a lot of upgrade kits to choose from for Imperial Fists as well, Which as well nice. as multiple characters like Pollux and uh, Sigismund and stuff like that. You've got a lot yeah. of kits to choose from. So I'm just fucking waiting yeah. for Emperor's Champion for the command set. Like you've got all kinds yeah. of shit. As soon, soon as Rogel Doran comes out, uh, it's just going to be like uh, Forge World. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Take, take all my dollars. That's what it's going to be. So yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay, Mike, you've actually painted some models. I've yeah. So how'd you do it? <laughs> um, oh yeah, I went for uh, neutral grays up to through a bone to a for your death guard to a white. For the yes, death guard. yeah, that. sorry, death guard. <laughs> People probably already know this. I'm yeah. pretty sure everybody knows I'm death guard. You posted pictures along with my uh, Primark. People know Mortarian yeah. and yeah. and we make enough jokes about Morty and his man. Morty, voice. <laughs> just leave him alone. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going death guard all the way, except for unlike Dan's going from blue white. I'm going to do the brown white because that's pretty much the way it goes. A little circular. A little circular, yeah. So I'm going to be priming mine white, actually, uh, and then giving an undercoat of uh, light brown and then working it up through that. So what brown do you use? I'm using Vallejo brown. I forget the exact one. It is a light brown or a tan or something like that, and then I'll be going to various different bones to a solid white, a dead So almost like a bubonic brown kind of thing back in the day. So... Tec- from like a technique standpoint, are you doing the similar kind of? I am doing a similar, uh, maybe not quite as xenophobic. I want to see how good this new airbrush is, so I'm actually going to try and airbrush the pan- armor panels with this one just to see. It probably won't be. It'll probably just be xenophobic for the main, but anything that's a character or uh, yeah. Terminator, I'm going to actually try to airbrush it with this brush to see how it can go. So cool. And your basing. Basing. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't know until I've played this game how much I want to sink into it so resin bases are out. But I've got enough rocks and plastic crystals and tufts that I can do any kind of base I want from that. Have or you, cackle paste. Have you put any thought into the sort of period? Because it's almost... 30k in a lot of ways is almost like historical 40k wargaming, if that makes sense. It totally is. Like... You you tend to have a period that you're kind of thinking of. Uh, do you have like an idea of the the theme that you want to sort of set your? Oh, uh, for you mean like uh, what kind of units and stuff I'm going to be centering? Yeah, around? like a well, particular battle. Oh no, okay, that's where you go got me because uh, you know what? I think I've read two of the really? Black okay. Library books gotcha. that have to do with 40k. I'll be honest, it's it's not as many, so All I right, don't know. Right. But I am theming it around close combat and chemical weapons. That's in. Sl- army slogging that's that that's always been death guard for me is you've got your numbers I'm hard to kill and I'm spraying you with death and pet pestilence right and of course I've got the uh, the death size on uh, my some of my term the death shrouds I got As, and yeah. of course there's Morty with his big uh, scythe so there we go cool I'm looking forward to seeing that I actually really do want to see it uh, death because I think there was uh was one of the one of the founders of Bell Lost Souls has a pre-heresy before pre-heresy was a was a thing. Yeah. Uh, Death Guard. 
like way way back and that was always a really cool looking army he always had pictures of like the old school land speeders that he managed to find like Again, before they made new old school land speeders, like you got the old rogue trader ones. <laughs> uh, and I always thought that was a really cool thing, and that army's always kind of interested me. And that that deep green with the the bonish white kind of color. And the black decals and stuff like that. Looks really, really good. I Lots mean, of high contrast, very, very eye catchy. It's basically yeah. the Deathwing color schemes for Dark Angels, and that that's a good color scheme. Yeah, without you all know? the red to make him look yeah, like Christmas. Exactly. It's a really nice color scheme. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. That'll be fun. I'm, I am looking forward to painting them. Absolutely. Yep. Are you planning on doing much weathering to the ceremony? Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. There's <laughs> dirty. It's dirty. I even got some, um, it's called white spirits to try yep. uh, to have the uh, the, the uh, pigment do running and drivel. It's on my armor Make as it well. look muddy almost. Yeah. 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 The streaky, rusty. The streaky, effects. rusty. It'll do, that's what yep. that'll do. So that's gonna we're cool. going to experiment with that and... Cool. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that. It's going to be a challenge for me, I figure, because it's going to be stuff that I haven't done yet that I'm trying. That That's always exciting. Except for painting Morty is still terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. Uh, see, I'm just it's, telling you. It's why I haven't even picked up Perturabo yet. I, he, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a wuss, but holy fuck, those the models detail. are Dude, insanely you- amount of shit you got to do to them, man. Until you like start looking at the model and you realize that there is embossed filigree on every armor panel, you're just like... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not freehand. That's actually a detail that if I don't paint, is going to look dumb. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, uh, I hear you. There's a reason those models are between 60 and 80 pounds each. They're absolutely absurd. Yeah, Their absolutely. level of quality on those models is... But is, I have started them. I did do a bunch of the base, because the base isn't as terrifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so the display base is... Is it good? Thirty percent done. <laughs> sure, but this this is you're talking about. You're already working on your forge old pieces, not yeah. Your, no, no, not it's your not, no, I haven't even all then. I've done with the betrayal is starting putting them together. Because again, the the challenge is just a single betrayal a cal box box. Absolutely, yeah. and we we can prep we, it. But the we rule can get it is ready. you're yep. allowed to have it prepped and primed and ready for January first, but you can't put a brush or an airbrush to it. Now, the one amendment is I feel you're allowed one test model to be done ahead of time. Oh, is there? I didn't know this. Oh, you can just grab a test. No, I think we should say you need a test model. We got Marines. We can give you one. I guess we all have fucked them around. Yeah, I'm just going to go, oh, Tom, you don't, that's... Yeah, I feel like... Okay. It, no, that's fair. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to be doing Salamanders. Shocking, I know. Um, uh, there's no particular rhyme or reason to, uh, like, any sort of thought. To Are you going to be switching out miniatures from the box from yes, Forge World, though? Because I forgot to mention, I'm going to be doing that, too. I'm going to be switching out some Terminators, and the uh, Dreadnought is getting switched out because I have the actual primed, only primed, yeah. Death Guard one. My Dreadnought is not going to be uh, swapped out. I'm going to be doing the Contemptor from the box set. Okay. Uh, but I will be doing the Fire Drakes instead of the regular Cataphract Terminators. I'll probably paint up the Cataphract Terminators anyways at some point, but I'd rather do the Fire Drakes because they're cooler. And Thunder Hammer and Storm Shield is fucking sweet. And it, it's so Salamanders, it's just the way it goes. And I shouldn't say there is no rhyme or reason to it. I do uh, want to do a um, Salamanders army that's post uh, uh, Ispawn because that way I can sort of get away with the veteran tactical marines a little bit uh, easier. Like, there's not going to be as many line units because they've all been decimated. Everybody is going to be a veteran. Um, and I can also kind of theme it around. It's a smaller force because, again, 
they've been absolutely they dead, killed. Son. Yep. And I'm probably going to use uh, one of my knights as the Lord of War uh, to make that a smaller warband and do a much more elite style army. I don't know how I'm going to base them because uh, at that point in time they fought all over the galaxy after Ispawn, so I have no thoughts around that. I'll probably do something simple. I've spent a lot of money on resin bases lately. I just bought another $80 worth of bases for my Eldar as a side note. Got the rest of the lava bases. So I, I probably will do some sort of boring sand and well, maybe some rocks. As long as you kind of stick to that two or three textures, two or three colors, yep. it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be tough to stat grass, sand, and probably a couple of rocks here and there. Uh, very, like, inoffensive. Probably just a brown. Uh, I thought about doing uh, the basing a lot like I did my uh, Storm Talon, which was that crackle paste with a lot of, like, water effects and a ton of weathering powders. A base took forever, so we'll see if that actually happens. Uh, but it would be pretty cool. Yeah. And I saw also uh, with the GW Advent calendar that they've been doing, they did a really cool uh, lava base using their crackle paste. Oh, my God. It turned out a lot better than you <clears throat> thought it would. I know. It actually looked not terrible, and it looked kind of easy. You should do that. Yeah. It wouldn't be the worst, and it would be kind of able to tie in with my Storm Talon. And the nice thing, I will be using my uh, my guys in 40k, so I'm going to build them to be 40k tactic squads as well. I like the armor. It makes sense for Salamanders to have ancient used gear, because they're artificers. They, they have a lot of... Yeah, they uh, can repair and reforge the old yeah. armor. So if it fits in with my 40k stuff, that's just awesome. And I have been working on my Primarch, so I got some work done this week on uh, Vulcan. Oh, good lord. I finished the skull on his shoulder and the fire and was like, damn, I'm done. Done for a while. <laughs> it's like painting like five models right there. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm doing. Cool, cool. And the green's going to be pretty simple. It's just going to be the same thing that you guys are doing. Uh, basic GW green, Zenithal, and weather it. Yeah, and honestly, you can kind of tell from how we're all approaching this. If you're painting Marines, I feel like at one point or another, all of us tried to paint Marines to a like ridiculous standard of lots of layers, lots of highlighting, kind of blending up shoulder pads and all this, that, and the other. Well, I never spent that much time on my Marines because I did mine a long, long time ago, the, uh, the actual tactile Marines. But I did the same thing as Dan where every single line was edge highlighted. It was the GW snot green, and then the dark green ink, and then re-highlight it with the green, and then edge highlight everything with snot. Yeah. Every the single scorpion line. Or whatever? Scorpion. That's yeah. What and that sucks. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It also, first of all, doesn't look realistic. It looks striking from a distance, but up close, yeah, it's, that's it's not how not light realistic. reflects. It's no. just not realistic. And no. the, the modern aesthetic is for a lot more realism, a lot more weathering, subtle variations in color. Yeah. Not just the stark neon highlights for no reason. Yeah, so that's the way mine are going to be done. Uh, yeah. I am going to still have the neon highlights in areas because I like throwback, and I will. I, there's no way I can go away from not... I like scorpion green as a color. It's cool. <laughs> I still will have that, but it will be slightly toned down. It's going to have a lot more glaze medium in it. It's going to have probably some of the base color mixed in, and it's just going to be the corners that are snot yeah. green. Like, actually, the points that would be reflecting light. Yeah, instead of before where it was, like, snot green and then a dot of yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? On everything. It's like the bottom of a sheet pad. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's getting... an edge. Is an edge, and a point, yellow. Like, just totally ridiculous highlights. That's not happening anymore. Well, that's cool. So, we've kind of talked about... Well, not kind of. We have talked about five of the legions and, and kind of how we're looking at approaching them. Uh, one, no, fuck. Before we get into that... 
Penalties. The penalties. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I made you wait, and you completely forgot. And we, don't you're supposed to predict who we think will make it and won't make it? Well, we will. Oh. We'll do that. Let's just do the... <laughs> That's uh, not obvious at all. <laughs> we'll do the penalty first, okay. and then we'll get into our predictions. Okay. So the penalty is, if you fail to complete fully painting the box by the end of March, those who did complete it... Because, you know, just another person that didn't complete doesn't get any satisfaction here. No. Only those that did get to take three of your Winsor Newton brushes and use them as kindling to burn one of, or melt one of the models that you did complete. So if you don't know, Winsor Newton brushes are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like... So pro tip for this painting challenge, only have one Winsor Newton like I do. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go and make you buy two more, trust me. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> New brushes. Well, I guess the $20 bills don't really burn anymore. They're polymer plastic. So. Yeah, they just melt and give you cancer. And it's also yeah. illegal, isn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, so maybe we, we shouldn't <laughs> film that and post it on YouTube. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Burning currency. We're fighting inflation. We're doing our part. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So, yeah, that's the penalty. So, it's kind of a rough one. Now... Is it every single person that gets that completes the challenge gets to burn a model? No, 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 no. no, 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 it's, no, just, no, no, no. it's just only the people that finish get to be involved in the process. Okay, so, so if not, you don't complete it, you don't even get to touch or light. So or it's anything not. It's not like if four people finish, you get to burn four models. No, no, no. it's one model yeah, it's and one three model, brushes. But four people get to watch. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Get to watch. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe three yeah. of you like crack the brushes and break them, and then okay. the but only the people guy. that complete then the fourth it get guy melt it. Yeah. Okay. Or what have you. Okay. So, let's go with our obvious predictions okay. first, and then we'll kind of work backwards from there. <laughs> okay. So, who do we think is going to actually finish? I think Mike's going to finish. I, I think, think I think Mike's kind of a shoe in I'm going to talk about Fallout with Mike so much to keep him distracted. <laughs> No. Oh god! No. Did you go to this one place? And no, shut up, random shut up, side quest? Yeah. You totally should. <laughs> Turns out it's not a side um, quest; doesn't exist. <laughs> I kind of feel that I can do this. Yeah, okay. you know, I kind of feel you could do it too. But I think if you get distracted, you are screwed. Yeah. If, yeah. Also, if, if you, you get distracted, game, it ain't happening, buddy. This has got to be a focus time for this much. This I also game. know how much how much of a personal bent you have against. 40k for and it could turn into second and I feel like mm. if you get a game of 30k in and you don't like it it's done it could, oh no it I can't poison. I can't even you're I cannot even, play you're not even going to play a game until nope. it's done not nope. risky <laughs> yeah so he's not risky okay so that ups okay. your chance of getting it yeah. done I will admit because that was I thought yeah you know if Tom plays and he doesn't like it it's done yeah. Oh, so that's I'm, I'm well aware. Okay, so if you avoid that, I'm going to say Tom has a good chance to get it done. Okay? Okay. And I'm going to say the next person I think might get it done is Steve. Okay. okay. I'm actually... But I disagree it's, with that one. Uh, no, no, I think... Uh, no, no, I'm going on who I think has the best chances. Not who's <laughs> actually going to do it. <laughs> I'm what? thinking you, me, and Steve have the best chance of actually doing it. No, uh, okay. Okay? That's it. That's all I'm saying. Not saying he's actually going to do it. I'm just saying his odds are the best. We won't talk about the other two. <laughs> no, I actually, I've got, the, the dark horse here for me is actually Dan. I think Dan's going to fail, pitifully. I get to, I'm looking, I actually jumped onto this because I want to burn Dan's brushes. Okay? Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought this box set. I'll be honest, it was the deciding factor. No, Mike, Dan you bought the box set before we even agreed on this. No, no. But yes, you did. Yes, you... I did, but it was this deciding factor. I, I hounded him for a direct answer, did I not? He, 
basically. Yeah, did. <laughs> no, no, but he didn't give it for a long time. Even though I ran out and bought the boxes before anyone else did. Did you? Well, you ordered them. Yeah, Mine was yeah, physically the in my hands is, first. He, he pre-ordered his. Yeah. Really but the deal stuff. is, is you've got to paint 35, 40, 36 figures in three months. 38. That is probably more than you have ever painted in your life, <laughs> ever. That's no. Not, that's, that, no, no. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> that amount of time. In three months, there's not another Dude, time GW you can tell me. I've painted multiple 2,000-point armies in, like, six weeks for tournaments before. Do windows count as, yes. like, no. models? Okay. okay. Maybe well, the eyes. Are, as long the as eyes I are the know Dan. To the no, that's soul. true. That as is true. As long as I know Dan. There was I've a while there. <laughs> there was a while where Dan was actually playing fantasy. Okay. Where he did finish multiple armies yeah, for tournaments. Okay. Dogs of War, Chaos, and Chaos But again. since I've chaos known him, again. which is a true statement, I have never seen him paint more than five or six models in a three-month period. And this is this is, this is is why Dan is my dark horse. Remember the time I painted the Valtech stars in like a day? That's 26 yeah. models. Yeah! No, no, no but that? that's... that's I didn't actually consider that painting to be honest. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Call me Whoa. an asshole. Whoa. It is. Asshole. It was, it was all airbrush, was it not? Was it all zenithal? Was it not? The base color. you don't pick up. No, he picked out details. He, he did, out man. Okay. There was details in cockpits with the. Why are you giving him the ward treatment? Because Ward's the, the guy that's going to fucking fail. Well, I know Ward's going to fail, but I, I I did it because of Dad is going to fail. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to admit, I think Ward is already out. He's already waffling, but bought the set. I think he's just done. I think he just needs an excuse to get a new set of Windsor Newton brushes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just factor that cost. My, my birthday's in February. So if you guys just bu- each buy me a brush, I won't feel bad for you breaking that brush. <laughs> I'm not buying so you shit. Money. I'm gonna tell you right now. My my concern is January may be painting for LVO. I, LVO. So I for you have, and me, I think. So it might be a two month thing for me. Uh, well, well, that's your own two fault. and a half months. You could get it done. i You know what? Honestly, you could get that done before January even hits. I'll be honest. Yeah, your uh, older is not that crazy. Yeah, but except I'm still redoing a lot of the stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I don't I think just it's out of the question. Night again. Not out of the question for you to get what that has to be done before January hits. You even, I haven't even started the freehand on it's, every model. You see, you haven't said no. You just that you don't <laughs> like the idea. No, I, I actually do want to finish. I've been talking about, and this is true story. Have I not been talking about doing Mark IV Marines for my Salamanders forever? Because I like that come style. Up intermittently, yeah. I want to. I wanted to put Mark IV Marine armor into my tactical squads because. I, I really like the style of armor, mm-hmm. and I think having that ancient mark in the modern stuff would be really cool, except the thing that stopped me is, A, Mark IV armor is stupid expensive, and B, my squads would totally be mismatched. Mm-hmm. So now I have cheap Mark IV that can just replace my tactical squads. <laughs> so I've got a pretty good motivation for it. The thing that is going to hold me up is the Fire Drakes. Yeah, those models have a lot of detail. Yeah. A lot of those scaly, you know details in the flames embossed and stuff. There's a lot of detail on there. So there's there's some thought on my part that I might do the cataphracts mm-hmm. because they would be much easier. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'd probably do it for the t- for the challenge. Yeah, but I want to paint fire tricks. Then here's the trick. Paint one for be a character maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Or you just do up what's in calf and then reward yourself by painting the fire tricks. Yeah, but that's the thing. Thirty. I, my thought originally was the thirty marines. The reward would be the fire drakes, <laughs> <laughs> not adding in another five models to get to that reward. That's fair. So we'll see. I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna come down to time frame. Like if it's, I've got a week left, and I've got the cataphract or fire drakes left to do, I'm gonna throw in the cataphracts because I don't want to spend like rush paint fire drakes in a week. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, Makes pretty sense. much. Uh, I, th- I think for me, kind of like you guys were saying, the biggest challenge is going to be staying motivated and kind of avoiding distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just can't play a game. Of, I cannot play a game of this. Yeah. I know. For fear of it being but, really um, bad. Okay, but, what's your, <laughs> but you never actually said who you thought. You said who you thought was going to do it. Who do you think is going to fail? Or do you agree with what I said? Um, I honestly... <laughs> you know what? Of- you know what? No, no, no. <laughs> Let's stay positive. No. Just who's yeah, I, I was... No, no, no. Fuck that. I actually think with proper motivation, every fucking one of us will finish this challenge. Yeah, you know, that's a good... You know what? Because I would way rather go into this... Supporting each other to actually succeed, then like <laughs> make except for Dan, who's going to try and cut Mike down because we all know that he's for sure going to do it. The only way he's not, or this is going to even be a challenge, is with somebody actively fucking with him. <laughs> wow, thanks. No, thanks, but yeah. it's true. It's a vote of confidence yes. that I'll we have to resort to such horrible tactics. I'll send him many pictures of me holding chopsticks wrong, <laughs> and then talk about follow. Yeah, I'm going to turn off my phone. Yeah, but no, I, I actually think that this is a great time. For us all to kind of pull up our bootstraps and pra- bootstraps and practice what we preach, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the tactical painting that we've talked about on the podcast. This oh, is yeah. something that we can actually put into action. Wait, wait, are you insinuating I was slacking? No. Okay. Just no, but we don't sure. tactical paint. That's something we've mm-hmm. talked about, like simple techniques with a few uh, sort of garnish details to make it really pop. But like that, that, uh, that return on investment of being not like ten hours worth of effort. Versus eight hours of effort. Really, you're explaining you know time I mean? and stuff done to me. You know what I mean. But we don't. <laughs> of course, he knows what you mean. So uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait in here now. This is my two cents. Uh, I think who's gonna get it done? John Wong. Okay. <laughs> he's he's gonna he's gonna win. He's not even. Hasn't he already win. painted three boxes? Probably, yeah. most likely. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's been out for what two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna actually give Steve the edge over Tom. Because Steve is still, still in pro forty k. Yes. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Steve the edge, Mike. Yeah, you're gonna finish, uh, and then me and Dan are gonna fucking slug it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Fair so. enough. Yeah. So I mean, mine will be the cleanest, but that's okay. <laughs> that's where I'm going. Waffle. Uh, I feel like we should we should make a caveat here. Ward should be allowed to start now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because he's he's probably gonna come over on Saturday. We're gonna do some hobbying, and I'll I'll make him paint a model. <laughs> How will you make him paint a model? He'll find some way out of it. I'll make I'm him paint make a model. I'll be like, oh, I, forgot, I forgot my model. I will literally drive to your house then. <laughs> I will make it my my mission Saturday, to get a right? base coat. Saturday. Sorry, Kyra made plans. Uh, I will drive to your house <laughs> and just. Insert myself in your plans. Or Sunday. Whoa! <laughs> 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 yeah, real weird. Oh. Um, <laughs> imagery, bad imagery. Well, I don't know you have, but I imagine they needed some insertion. You oh. still have to clean and build most of the models yet, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's going to take him till just, it, No, January have one anyways. built by Saturday. You know it's not going to happen. Gonna... Have one built by Saturday. I can you probably know... build one by Saturday. But he's not Otherwise, I will make you paint one that I don't clean. Oh, that would be yeah, worse than burning his hands. Oh. Put one hand on backwards. No, glue <laughs> the magnet in wrong ways. You know what my favorite part game. about this whole thing is? We're just talking about a model that Steve builds. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this isn't even something you'd go out of your way to do. <laughs> That'll be fine. Uh, we'll just shudder. Yeah, I welcome am. to my pain, buddy. Uh, uh, All right, All right. Uh, Dan, what's your way in here? 
I think I'm gonna just say I'm the only one who paints things. I'll say <laughs> fuck everyone. I'm surly now. <laughs> Dan, to be the, fair, the nails are singing. I'm getting ragey. <laughs> You're getting be, ready to. To be fair, go yeah, world leader. I'd probably give you the edge over me. <laughs> Glad to hear it. I got I got nothing else. Cool. He's mad at me. <laughs> You're kind of an ass. <laughs> Oh well. It was the All truth, right. though. I did a lot. What's our third period? Well, the third, third pe- period is if we go any longer, the file won't be able to compress. All right. Yay. That's it. So we might uh, have the second episode after all because I literally can't do much longer in one episode. The software won't handle it. All so. right. I think that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if anybody else wants to paint with us, you're more than welcome to uh, weigh in after you hear this recording and what you or think maybe people we'll are going to paint. Tell us the legion the you're going to paint. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which hey. one is that? What? My legion? No, I know. I'm just teasing. Because we want to know how you're going to paint your stuff because we need help too. Anything that's cool and new, we might want to try it. And so honestly, give us your tricks. Starting January 1st, please, or even even now, uh, feel free to post pictures to our Facebook page about the different stuff that you're working on. Um, yeah. Your paint schemes, your even fucking models that you've cleaned, get Ward to critique them. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell if there's mold lines. <laughs> I'll pull a mic and be an asshole. Whoa! <laughs> pull a mic's asshole. <laughs> oh. I still need to get you for Christmas the GW mold line cleaning tool. Oh, the deluxe. Don't do that. $30 mold line cleaning no. tool. It's a waste wow. of time. Wow. Um, are there any events coming up? Uh, the big one right now. Um, everything's wrapped up for December. Uh, out of the basement. 16th, 17th? 16th, 17th. Yeah, I'll be there. Playing a guest at 40k. Lots of game systems, 40k, two so, days. Mm-hmm. I'll be playing War Machine and Malifaux. And I believe there's a couple of small X-Wing tournaments uh, going to be running basically immediately after the holidays yeah. because Store Championships is going to start up right away after yep. the New Year. So they're using some of the winter tournament kits up in like early January. Yeah, winter tournament kits just basically dropped off at their stores the last couple weeks. So I know that there is an event on the 2nd, I believe, at All-Star. Uh, there's also one on the 9th, I believe. Uh, All-Star is running an Armada event, actually, on yeah, the 9th as well. Um, and then I know um, Avalon Knights is uh, also planning a X-Wing uh, event coming up soon. And yeah, the last, the last I saw on that one, they were still debating the dates and no, planning yeah, actually, around I, other events. I thought they set it right on top of but I, out of the basement, actually. Yeah, they, that's that's the thing, right? Like, they're, I think they, suggest, they initially suggested the date that happened to be already booked for an X-Wing tournament, so, which is cool. why I don't know the final dates. Okay. As I'm wildly gesturing with my hands. Yes. Yes, of course we can. That we can all see. Well, someone can see. Stop referring to the camera. We're not posting that video. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But But. that's true. That's a very good idea. No one needs to see this. No. (laughs) Ever. Okay. Well, with that in mind, this has been another another episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm Tom. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. I'm the asshole Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Steve. And until next time, build and paint your pre-heresy models. And join us for all the fun in the new year. Yeah, that's still good film.